Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be spicy, can be salsa-y, can be picante, can be um, medium, or can be, you know, mild. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Um, thank you so much for listening as we talk about Life After Lockup, Season 4, Episode 43, Family Lies. True lies. Family ties. If you know any of those, then you are a person of my spirit. Um, So (laughs) um, (laughs) let's jump right into our first couple. And that is Puppy, Amber, and Decaf. Chris? Yes, honey, Decaf. Uh, (laughs) I like Decaf. Um, so basically, you know, we know what's happening with uh, the two couples. It's like right now, a couple of couples is, of course, Amber and Puppy. But for right now, we're cosplaying relationships with both of them. And TC and Amber and Eric and Puppy. And so last we picked up, um, TC was basically like Amber, you know, like you can't be around Puppy uh, because you get in bad places and they or may or may not selling drugs and like whatnot. And the last time we see Puppy, she's basically a kept woman like you know like in a, in a bird in a cage and she's like singing okay <laughs> she's just like so then we pick up and amber and queenie go to get like coffee and then you know amber's like i want my coffee black and queenie's like decaf i love queenie so much and they basically are like puppy will never be happy and i'll be free and there's never gonna be a time we can worry with her as long as eric is sniffing around he's horrible he's trash you know like he's no good for our girl you know which we've obviously been knowing and you would have to be i mean helen keller not to know and even helen keller was a very smart woman she knew you know what i'm saying she could she could smell it literally on him she could so um uh this is what we find out so basically Eric's ex-wife that he's getting a divorce with, and that's what Puppy like wanted the divorce to happen. Like, and then he's also paying for and blah blah blah. That person calls Puppy and is like, "Look, bitch, Puppy with her big eyes and her like you know like talk big eyes, like bloop bloop, and has to sit on the phone while this bitch three person calls like Mean Girls like in high school. Eric, who's so dumb that he doesn't know me, and like you know, obviously Puppy meets himself in it, and they start talking and they're like why did you ghost after we fucked last week no it was you it was you that was ghosting me like no i texted you and all the time heather knows that like puppy is hearing this okay it's super fucked up yeah i mean puppy has to let amber know this over phone and so queen is hearing it and she's like i don't know what i'm gonna do because i can't stay here with eric because he didn't love me and he's cheating on me but i can't leave because i don't have anything and that's the way eric lacks it so i mean heather heather told me that he was with her last night and he didn't even come home last night and i'm not gonna ask ask him about it because he's just gonna lie and he knows that heather told me so there's no reason. And so she comes into the house um, after smoking on the veranda and she leaves the door open. And I know that there are flies in that home. It was very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, what kind of house do you keep where you enter and you just leave the front door open? Like, no. 
No, it's a metaphor for how they're running their actual lives, though. Well, and neither one of them are tip-top. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just no, not closing the doors at all. Just letting the flies in. And uh, so then Eric gets there and um, she's like, and he's like, when you want to go to your, 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 your mother's house? And she was like, yes, but let me get dressed. So she goes and puts on this semi-cute outfit. I saw where she was going. It was executed okay, but then there's running her stockings. Oh, I, the running her stockings made me so bad. Like it's a big shirt. Listen, it's a big shirt that she cinched with a like a cinching belt waist, and so that was that. She has the black sunglasses on, but yes, she got to run in her stockings. You know, and it's not that we want everyone to be perfect, but I think that like at that point, take no. Off. When you're in your 30s, you don't have running your stockings. Running your stockings is for when you like if you were a churchgoer because as a avid churchgoer for 10 years of my adolescence mm-hmm. i went to church twice a week right so one of those of the twice a week you wore pantyhose and so it they were very delicate back in the day now you wear you wear tights and get away with it i put on tights like i put on leggings it's like wild to me but there was a time in my life when i had to make sure that all of my nails were buffed and i had to like shimmy each toe like scrunch it down and then put it on and like pretty woman just kind of like delicately draw it up and then not all the way up just to your calf and then you do the same thing for the other foot and you put the toe in and you bring it up and it's just like this delicate balance because at any moment a run could happen and then you had to throw the pantyhose away and if it happened in like your toe area you got a piece of nail you got a little bit of clear nail polish and then you went over and you stopped the run with the nail polish i mean this is the way we had to live our lives back in the day so as a grown woman who chooses to wear pantyhose that it has a possibility of having a run in them you must be very careful anywho so she stops at a gas station to bring her mother flowers and chocolates she ends up opening the chocolates and eating them before she gets there which you know listen it's all about the thought that counts i it's not customary for me to go to somebody's house and bring things. So I always love it when people do it because it always reminds me that I should. I love bringing things to people's homes, uh, you know, so I, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. You know, especially wine is so easy uh, as long as, you know, that they are someone who drinks and it's awkward if they don't. Uh, so you got to make sure. So, but yeah, uh, and I'll tell you right now, puppy's mom drinks. <laughs> so you can definitely have brought it. Uh, she, vodka, oh, yeah. She's poison. oh yeah, they, they brought vodka as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all sit outside and they all have like, you know, cigarettes and it's different chairs, you know, and in this moment, and I think I thought this before, but it's like every season I remember how much puppy's mom reminds me of Amber. Amber's energy, puppy's mom gives me like white Amber energy. 
lower voice. She kind of looks like her, like wider face or like an open face. I can't even do it. So basically, Puppy and Eric sit there, and Amber's, I mean, sorry, uh, Amber's mom, Puppy's mom is there, and they're like, she's like, hey, what, like, how is everything? And Puppy's like, And Eric's like, everything's fine. Uh, everything's fine. You're like, yeah, you know. And Puppy's like, well, we're still waiting on the divorce. The divorce is happening, you know, whatever. And then, uh, and Eric's like, yeah, you know, that's just going along. But everything with us is fine. We're solid as a rock, you know, totally great, you know. And then, like, Puppy's like, okay. So then Eric, for some reason, leaves, okay. And he's just like, walks out of frame and before he even got a frame like puppy's mom was like oh, what's really happening and puppy's mom's like i gotta get out no i gotta get out no let me tell you, you know he's cheating on me i gotta get up no money no car i gotta find, find a plan and the women start talking together and then fucking eric comes back and he's like come on kiddo we gotta go and in that moment i was like why doesn't fucking Puppy's mom be like, hey, Eric, she's going to spend the night tonight. We're going to have something to talk about. I'll get her home later. It's like, here's the thing. Not that every mom is great, but I just feel like I want as a woman, that's your daughter. You're just like, and she's telling you she's got to figure out to leave. You're going to be like, yeah, I got to figure out a way to leave. Okay, bye. Good night. Thanks for the flowers and half-eaten chocolates and vodka. See you later. I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was heartbreaking. That part was hard. I want to be like, because I guess, I don't know. If, if I, Listen, everyone is different. And I guess there's a privilege or whatever. But if I would have someone I love in my life, like a female that I love, who was like in a situation, a situation that I knew wasn't great. And they were like, I got to fucking find a way to get out. I'd be like, yep, we, we will. And <laughs> we will. So step one is you're staying here tonight. You know, I don't know. Just like it's your mom. Also, it's, yeah, it's my mom. So I'm just like, no, she, she, you should be the way, one of the reasons why she can get out easily. Come on. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why the mom isn't able to just fully um, pull her out. Maybe it's a Southern thing. Maybe she's like, she's grown and, um, she's made her bed and I haven't been able to tell puppy what to do. And I don't want to get involved because then this makes my house the battleground. And I don't want him over here hollering for her and her going back and forth and all that stuff. So maybe that could be it. Also, I want to get you like a lapel mic so bad. I just watched you just do this the whole time. And now I'm going to have to just do some, some like, jumping jacks with this <laughs> with you was i really doing that yes yes you are never aware of it and the whole time i'm just like okay at 8 39 <laughs> i now need to go through and look at that sound wave and as she just back and forth did you get a new mic this is my travel mic oh okay well sorry about it while well, i keep talking <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I just, that, I guess that's what I think it is, is that there must be some kind of family thing, but I don't know that she actually left. We didn't see the end of it to see if she left with him. Um, I, how long has she been with Eric? Two years? I don't know. I guess I'm just like, as somebody who has like so much privilege, I just don't know why she can't just say, no, I'm leaving. Why does she think he's going to fight for her? Or maybe he is. I don't know. Okay. So next couple is Tans Chance and Taylor. I'm gonna tell you right now, wherever they went to get food, I wanna get food from there. It looked delicious. 
So we pick up where um, Am Taylor is in the kitchen. I mean, she is a pregnant. She is uh, that baby mama, this my baby mama. You can't stop my baby. Nah, she pregnant. She like real pregnant. And um, I want to say that she's like eight months. She's almost there. <laughs> and um, she is at the stove and I don't know what she's cooking, but I wonder what it is. And she calls Chance and he looks at his phone and denies the call, doesn't answer her. He gets home and she's like, you didn't answer my phone call. And he's like, well, it was probably my GPS, a lie. Just a full blatant lie. He takes her, her, her feet, starts to rub them in order to tell her that Ethan, her, his son is coming. And she's like, when? And he's like, I don't know, in the next couple of days, um here but uh yeah so i told him i buy his ticket so i'm like you then you do know you do know because you bought the ticket so you know when he's coming exactly and she's like well you didn't talk to me about it and he says well i don't want to have to ask my girlfriend about that kind of stuff you know i'm used to being able to do anything that i want and well that's an old life sir you do not get to do everything that you want and um, you now have a full family to take care of. So spending $300, $400 on a plane ticket for your grown adult son who could at least give you half or pay half of his ticket as a grown man who has his own apartment or his own home with you know five other roommates. Uh, but like, uh, so he tries to go back and forth with her about it and it is just so dumb. And finally she acquiesces, you know, what the hell can she do? Um, so the next day they're cleaning and uh, he's cleaning off cabinets. So I was like, wow, that house has got a lot of dirty, sticky fingers everywhere. <laughs> oh, honey. And then Ethan gets there and we, you know, like they showed us pictures of Chance like when he was, you know, obviously with a brand new baby. And let's call a spade a spade. He was hot, hot. This person's hot. In those pictures, right? Well, same haircut too. Same haircut, Chris. Like, yeah. He he he's like Shane from Shane and Lacey. He's like it's like the same like cool white boy comb it forward haircut um, of yesteryear. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, in, like if I saw this person at a bar, he would catch my eye. I'm not saying that I would. I, I, if he opened his mouth, maybe I would hear something and not be into it. I mean, like, I'm not saying anything about it. But he's handsome enough to be like, oh, well. I wouldn't have that whole reaction on the outside, but on the inside, all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, probably on the outside too, because I'm like highly reactive. It's fine. You can like see whatever I'm thinking. It's like annoying. So, uh, so we meet Ethan, and Ethan, what does he look like to you? Uh? Um, he definitely doesn't look like True Blood, but I could see where uh, his dad was going. Ethan looks like um, a luscious locked tiny eyed individual like if he he'd be a beautiful woman like he was he was giving all the small delicate features um but like he could be hot if he like fully saw and knew what he looked like i'm like I can, oh yeah go ahead. like if he like shaved the sides and like had like a man bun and it was like buffed out and like, you know, he looked like he was having a little eyeliner situation going on, like take the eyeliner off because we didn't, we don't need it. Um, but I understood what he was doing. He was trying to add like smokiness to his eyes and which is fine. Uh, but he, I mean, Ethan came there and fully read the entire situation. He, re he read the entire 
situation that <laughs> was like, bravo, sir. Anyways, what do you think of Ethan? Yeah, I mean, like, like I can see it, like mild vampire, also kind of like um, that uh, player guy that had that bro academy, like that kind of like that eyeliner look is just, it gives me too many tropes. It's like Captain, Captain Jack uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. There's also, um, yeah, like um, that dude that had that horrible show that like would neg women, that guy. And here's the thing. I will say that, yes, I feel like looking at Ethan's face, I know what Ethan's mom looks like. Yes. And like, she's beautiful. Or beautiful blue yeah, beautiful blue eyes that are like wide set, you know, like a little wider set, like um, probably a very warm face. Like, you know, like she looks like almost like maybe like Eastern European or maybe like Polish, like back in the day, like that, you know, I just, there's like something kind of like that. And he is um, wearing nail polish and the girls are like, can I see your nails? Oh, I didn't see that. That's funny. Yeah. Like his hair is Fuck, I mean, his mother's hair must be just luscious. Now, she obviously doesn't make good decisions because there's some character named Lloyd that he doesn't like. And fuck Lloyd, that's all I have to say. Yeah. But um, like, he basically tells him that, you know, hey, we're having, you're gonna have a brother. And um, Ethan's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just got a father. So don't tell me I'm getting a brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, and Taylor is so weird with Ethan. And mm-hmm. I know why. It's because she told Chance that he might feel some kind of way, Ethan, that Chance just got out of prison, didn't even look towards him to see what he was doing before he fully on got a new family. And Chance did not even think of that. And he's like, no, that's not, probably not what he's going to think. And I think that Ethan did think that. He got there and he was like, wow, there's a lot going on here. And, uh, I hope that my dad makes good decisions. Doesn't look like he is uh-huh, because, you know, got a lot of kids and um, got a lot of things going on, I see. But hoping for the best because I do think that people can change. Uh, but yeah, that boy looked like his mama. That boy looked like his mama. They basically then go to a bar and have like some bro time or whatever. And Ethan's like, yes, I didn't know who you were. And I thought this person named Lloyd who wasn't cool was my dad. And I was so happy to find out that it wasn't Lloyd. Uh, but I definitely never knew what it was like to have a dad and always looked at other people being like, oh, I'm without, and it really fucking hurt, and he cries, and, um, you know, like, Chance cries, and then then Ethan's like, yeah, you know, uh, or Chance is like, yeah, you know, I obviously missed out a bunch because I was trying to, like, do the best for you and your mom and really like take care of you guys. But then I got sidetracked by the accident and then I got stuck on the pain pills and like yada, yada, you know, addict personality. And then that's when Ethan's like, yeah, um, I really like to spend money. And sometimes I just like spend money when like, I know my rent's coming up. I don't have enough. And then I have to like dip into my savings to cut my rent. And then, I mean, chance hears the word like savings account is like what's the what are you have a savings my my son has a savings i'll never know what that's like oh it's like it's like so but it was like a sad moment but also where you're just like oh like chance wants so badly to be a man and is just throwing credit cards left and right and hacking away at some sort of version of what he feels like is successful in like america or whatever or what it takes for him to feel like he didn't miss out on like choices and uh or miss out on things because of his choices so It's a really actually very intense scene to watch, you know, like in this ridiculous trashy reality show, like, I mean, unless they're lying to us and these people are not people that haven't seen each other in 18 years, you know, this is, it's like, 
yeah, it's 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 very interesting. So yeah. it was like riveting television a little bit. They mm-hmm. both cried. The boy says, you know, do better it's, and stay clean, stay okay, you know. And uh, it, it it always breaks my heart when I wish that there were more representation of different types of family in our society, so that those who don't have this nuclear whatever family don't feel without. Because the truth is, is that some households with a mother and a father are just as traumatizing and damaging and shitty, or, you know, we have everything. There are people who live with a single parent and are wonderful situation, like a wonderful single parent situation. And I hate for that person in that wonderful single parent situation to feel bad that they don't have this other person that might've just fucked everything up. (laughs) Like might've fucked everything up, might've made the, your lives, terrible with that person and so you know like I I know so many people who have like the single parent and have lovely relationships with their parent um and still felt like they missed out um yeah so anyways that broke my heart and Chance cried he cried but we know Chance is destined for for doom because Taylor is not going to stay there for too much longer um I think he's I think he's like two or one big fuck up away from her walking away and then, um, and like maybe three little ones. Uh, she gets really pissed off at him when they go to dinner. And he he also doesn't know how to argue or when to stop arguing. Like she accidentally, and I think it was an accident because she was that mad. She mm. accidentally tells him to shut up. Yeah. And he then goes in and continues to talk about it. Like he wants to rep- reprimand her. He's embarrassed. And so, you know, and he's also like a liar and like all kinds of other things. <laughs> so yeah. it just felt really on bar on par and I'm like oh girl Taylor you can't be with somebody who does that yeah absolutely uh they, when they go to the restaurant yeah he um he goes to a nice restaurant and you know she's not happy about that but whatever um they like are trying to figure out like which fork do I use or whatever and the answer guys is you start from um you start from the outside. If you get a salad and there's two forks, you know, obviously the, the first fork you can get is the salad fork. And then the bigger fork will be your main fork. That's how you do it. Um, just so you want to know. So, you know, also he takes this moment to be like, we found out the name, you guys. We got the name for the baby inside your mom. You know, it's going to be Mason Carter, which is the most, you know, like, okay, great. You know, okay, Mason Carter. Uh, I mean, I love the name Mason, you know, like Carter, like, you know, great. Okay. But then he decides to have a whole thing where he's like, and the reason why is because the name Mason, big family name. Yes. My great, great, great grandpa, Mason, Ree Mason, Mason, Masonable. Uh, and then my great, great, great grandmother, her name was Cartery Cartensine. And that's how I got the name Mason Carter. And then like confessional Taylor's like, Chance lies a lot, like all the time, like all the time for no reason. It makes no sense. So like, for instance, the name thing, like we were looking at baby names in a book and we found Mason Carter. Yeah, it is crazy. I knew he was lying when he said that. I said, you, someone with such a strong family lineage does not get addicted to pain pills. Um, oh, you, babe, you can't say that. The Kennedys and stuff like that. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people that are addicts that have like strong lineages with names. And I mean, yeah, I was setting myself up for a joke, but uh, you know. <laughs> You say things all, sometimes you say things all the time, like where I'm like, uh, but yeah, I I'm, but that's myself. also within too a joke of me being like, yeah, of course you couldn't. No, it can happen. But I know he's lying. I was just going to say like Nathan, because Nathan obviously has a long lineage too in that Mima's house. 
the dolls all have a name. So I know it can happen. I was just saying like, he's the great, great, great. Like, I don't believe, I didn't believe it for one second that Chance knows the name. And also the name Mason was not a name back then. At first I thought he was going to say, yeah, my great, great, great grandfather's was a Mason, was a part of the Freemasons. <laughs> like That's what I thought he was going to say. And he didn't. And then, then when he said, yeah, Carter too, I said, is that their last name? People named their, people named Jebediah and John Smith. Like those are the, they took names from the Bibles and the great, great, great. Unless like, is it, you're going to tell me it's some kind of Norwegian name? Because that's wrong. Like, what are you going to say? I mean, I think that, I think that Mason is a name because I think like how black, you know, I think like how Blackwells and, or like, you know how they just name people, the things that like either their dad was or whatever the fuck, you know, like. that's a last name no you're right but i think that you know sometimes i mean i don't know there's you're right i don't quite know but yeah no i i know it's a to me it's a title and so that's why i was like if you're gonna say that then say yes um because my great-great-grandfather was a part of the freemasons and he was also a bricklayer or he like you know whatever say it's the trade yeah like i knew a girl named shields because it was a family name and she, you know, she was named Shield. So just like, there was, there's other ways to say it. So the way he said it was like, oh, this is a lie. I'll tell you what also is a ridiculous part of the scene. And I mean, maybe this is also speaks to my privilege because this is also what happens. Then the check comes and he puts his three credit cards down to split on his own three credit cards, which he puts three credit cards down. He's like, okay, can I put, 15 on the visa ending in this one can i put 25 on the mastercard ending this one can i have two dollars on this amex you know you're just like what you know just like so, i mean yeah, that at that point i just want i just like okay dear god please just you're if you if your son if you bought a ticket for your son then just get some pasta from costco honey you get pasta one night you get tacos and that you just like make the entire meal for everyone for like $30. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we can't be spending like no wonder. I mean, yeah, it just gives me such anxiety. You know, I can, I, I, I can't imagine fine tuning and just being able to nickel and dime. And that is how on the edge you are. It's three credit cards for one, for one meal. And it's like yeah, 15 no. and 25. If it felt very much like me in college, it was like, can you put, um, 30 on this card and then can you put uh, the rest on my debit because I only have 75 in my debit and uh you can take 50. I mean my my bank account used to be I mean and now used to just get down to so low and I'm like how how am I so irresponsible so what I have to do now is like immediately put like three to five hundred dollars in my savings as attached to my checking so that once I wheedle it down, if I accidentally just do the most, because I am known to do the most, I will at least have $500 to bankroll me for the rest of the month. Oh God, this is terrible. Anyways, but like- Well, that's what Ethan should do. Can you tell Ethan? Yeah. Is it, yeah, the same thing with, he, I mean, he dips into the savings, so I'm doing the same thing. Um, and then this, then he like turns to her, he's like, babe, can you like give me, can you do some stuff? And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, no, I don't, I don't have, I don't know why you wanted to come here, but you know, I see why, because you wanted to show off, but like, if you don't have the funds and then he, then she, she gets frustrated. I think she does end up giving her a card and then she tells him to shut up. And he's like, don't tell me to shut up. That's very rude. You know, that's rude. 
It's like, no, yeah, shut up. I'm sure Ethan had to pretend to not hear this exchange. Um, how embarrassing. Just so embarrassing. embarrassing. Embarrassed. I mean, he just like lied about the baby names. Just probably lying about a bunch of other stuff. Who else? Yeah. I mean, now I just feel like every time I watch him, I'm just going to choose the lies. I'm just going to like dip, pick out the lies. This is a lie. This is a lie. How long do you think he power washed things for? And where do you think the power washer is now? I don't know, but it was $700 and you could have used that money to pay for that expensive ass meal. How, mm -hmm. how much do you think the meal was? There was pizza. There was Parmesan. There was um, uh, eggplant. There was, there was chicken, whatever. The three credit cards added up to be like only $75. I feel like, no, I feel like one was 50 and one was 30. So I think that was like 80, right? So then like the rest on this card. I just don't know, like in Missouri at a nice restaurant, I'm just like, it couldn't have been more, if each entree was 20 bucks and let's say it was like three adults, that's 60, it might've been like 120, 130. Could you imagine? Oh. I will say this, there are places that says kids eat free and if I had those kind of kids, like that number of kids, you know that like every place would be like, where's the kids eat free ones? You know, like she's a gaggle. Um, so let's move on. Um, and going up the street to Ohio. Oh, sorry. We're going down. Sorry. Shannon, Sean and Sarah. Boop, 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 boop. So this is a really interesting segment because they did some, you know, time traveling in their segment. So first she wakes up, she looks left, she looks right. And she looks and she sees the, I mean, it is, it is like B movie acting of its finest. Mm -hmm. She like, this is what it is. It's, it shows Sarah. She's like, like Dracula. No. And then she gets out and she walks down the stairs with her matching set. I said, good for you. Uh, I mean, the color combination like wasn't cute, but like good for her in the matching set. She walks mm -hmm. down from um, Ross. She walks down and she's in the uh, he's in the kitchen like bouncing the baby. And he's like, good morning. And she's like, good morning, full face, full unblended face, just like lashes, silver, blue. And like, he's, uh, he's bouncing the baby and she's like excited about it. And she's like, she didn't let you wash the dishes, huh? And he's like, no, I was gonna get to it. <laughs> <laughs> He is, he is comically a doofus that I, I kind of like, can't believe that Kelly didn't get him to marry her if she wanted that. And it's so interesting that Sarah really got it so fast. You know, I mean, the thing is that like, Sarah is like five times prettier than Kelly. Like, I think that Sean is, is to, to he's, he's um shallow. And I think that if he could, I think he always rested back on Kelly because that's that's his league. But like, if he could do get other and do other, he did. And also, I'm sure Kelly, like, it, it's one thing when you have one failed non-marriage with six kids that I think he really got an eye opening at his wedding when his daughter cried. And I think until then, Sean just felt like he was paying the bills, he was taking care of them. So like, why were they complaining? You know. And then now, I think he's had like. He really understands that he lucked out with with Sarah because he didn't. He could have been destiny. He lucked out with Sarah, and now he's like, I have this hot wife in this like 
cheap city and I'm here and I have another baby. Like I got to do better. I got to do right. And I think it's like, or you're going to end up alone. She's you, go, ahead, go ahead. Where do you think Destiny is? I mean, somewhere in buttfuck California, Modesto or some dumbass city in California, like probably lost her sixth child. You know what? Someone told me, and this is something that I forgot. Puppy has like three kids. Oh no. Yeah. And the only reason why she, we love her is because we don't know about her children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally there's, None of these shows make me happy that there's kids ab- abroad. Or, I mean, aboard the ship. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, 90 Day Fiance, like, unless you're a perfect couple, and there's a couple, I guess, I'm just like, I don't want to see that kids are involved. I, I don't want to see, I want to see you mess up your lives. You can fuck up your whole lives and the choices. But the fact that there's just young ones, wide-eyed, just, like, looking up at you as if you're the one that, like, is so, so you know, supposed to tell them right from wrong. That's why it was also hard with Larissa, right? Like, remember when we all found out Larissa had, like, two kids she was ever going to probably see again? Yeah, but the thing is, though, like, Larissa is different for me because she's not, like, over here doing drugs and, like, ruining her life and her kids. Her kids are with her family in probably a very loving, better situation than with her. And I'm sure she's sending back money to them in a way she would have never been able to provide for them in them. But so it's like the difference for me is that if we don't judge men for walking away from their kids or, like, going someplace else and working and to take care of their kids, like... I'm, I am harder. It's hard for me to judge her. It's the same thing with Jasmine, like, right? Jasmine and, and uh, Jasmine and Gio, like, she had two kids that she never took care of. <laughs> well, from Hazel and Hazel to, and Tariq, did Hazel ever get her son over here? I don't know, but I think her and Tariq, like, her and Tariq are tumultuous. So, like, I think they're together now. Like, sometimes she pops up on TikTok for me after going live, but I haven't seen um, Tariq at all. Um, I need an update on them. They were a good part of my like 90 day career. Like I made fun of him endlessly. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, the rap song, the music was, the music and the clothing and the brother, you know, mm-hmm. like. it. That was like key, key 90 day fiance, like magistrate. He also loved Hazel so much. Like he was just like so obsessed with her. He was just like, how is this? Like he is, she's, you know, a beautiful, tiny little delicate, like you know, doll that he mm-hmm. was like, I can't believe I get to have this. Doll. And she wants to be bisexual. She wants like a brown girl with a big booty. I, if you, yeah, like he, he really struck it rich. Yeah. And if he fucks it up, it's only on him to blame. Uh, or his music. You can blame his music. <laughs> what if he's just like, yeah, it work out because the music is like too important, you know? Remember Ricky? Yes. <laughs> Ricky and Jimena? Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. That was yeah, that was like a different, you know. Then we had a different uh, Hamina, Hamina. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's you know, guys, we're talking about check us out on ninety days. Memory Lane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me. Yeah, we're still talking about them. So this is so basically after that whole part's happened, and you know, she's key. This is also the, after the situation where she pulled the video games things off his head twice. He, he's trying to be like a better, you know, better for her, better for him, for the baby, you know, like just trying to like really make it work because, you know, he feels so shitty because he's made such shitty choices. And he, I think he's also just like slow. I don't know if I can blame anyone, but for, whatever. So then we go right to like a doctor's office and there's a nurse, honey, who just sharpied, sharpied her entire head. It's like the blackest hair dye where you're just like, 
I mean, uh, that's like a noir. I mean, like, I don't even know how, I don't know. Like, it's so black, it's blue, you know? They do make a blueberry or blackberry, like, hair dye. Um, So, yeah, and her hair is different. And we're like, oh, why is Sarah's hair different? Who did her hair? Did her mom come over and do that? It's like blonde in the front, like Jen from Jen and Rishi, and not Jen from Jenny and Smith. And then, like, she... um, yeah, I was I was just confused almost the entire time, to be honest with you. And then we find out she's in a doctor's office to get her boobies done. I thought she was going to get her tummy tucked. I mean, if she wants to get that, they should do that there too. And um, she is like putting, you know, they're going to take her to a D cup, even though all she wants is a C. And I'm like, stop trying to make her go bigger. Sean doesn't want her to get it because he kind of feels like, she, I think she's pretty the way she is. And like, if she gets hotter, then like guys are going to be looking at her. So it was like, yeah kind of jealous and I'm like yeah great and then um she gets like a very unsurreptitious call from Anthony and Anthony wants to meet the baby uh who's eight now I'm like wow have Sarah and Sean been together two years too like I feel like that baby Abby was like six when we first saw her um and notice how she isn't in the show anymore which I like yeah she doesn't I'm like does she not live with Sean and Sarah like I don't know where she is Great, great question. Also, because then it's like, does it mean that Anthony at some point was like, I don't want her on the show, but he's in the show? You know, I don't, yeah, like who would, you're right. So yeah, she had gone from obviously like red dyed hair to like now it is like this brown and blonde streaked hair. And then, so it was obviously that some time had passed. And then when she comes home, okay, so sorry, let me say this. Let me finish up. The doctor's office is interesting. You know, like they give her a little like tank top, like, well, these would be like what Caesar, these would be whatever. Just put them in, you kind of feel them. And she like sees them. She like picks whatever she wants. And um, she's like, yeah, he's like, you know, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to like for other guys? Who are you doing it for? She's like, uh, for you, because you just keep playing those vi- fucking video games with those whores in them. And I just want to look like the, the whores in your video game. But like, she's just like putting it on him. I thought it was interesting. Good move. Because she, she, what she doesn't want to say is I want to be hot so I can like leave your stupid ass and like maybe go back to my other baby daddy. We'll see. So then the, we get to the house and the baby has aged. And that's how we know time has passed. Yeah, they even like put a t- title card underneath the baby and was like Adelaide six months. And I was like, oh, this is three months later because Adelaide was like three months when we saw her from before. Um, she's a like, big ass baby. She's a, she's a, she's a jub. I just love like, you know, like, I love the kind of baby that when they get to this age, they're obviously like delicate beings who can't like, you know, just like leave them for hours or whatever, but like, they're not like, like broken necked, you know, you're just like, you're just like, you can like, you can kind of like, maneuver with them and kind of like hold their thigh like real close and they're just kind of just like with you i love that kind of thing oh give me they're clingy they're like baby monkeys i like that um but yeah she it it feels like the mother has a hard time holding her because she's so heavy she's like half the size of sarah she's (laughs) that is a a big baby and she's cute and she looks like her older sister so much when I was like, oh my God, she looks like that girl that was crying at the wedding with that, all that hair. <laughs> they, they have the same exact haircut. That's so funny. Yeah, they. I was like, wow, wow. Sean's jeans just like, I don't know where, listen, the baby, it would have been grateful if the baby had gotten some of Sarah's jeans. Not Sarah's mother's, not Sarah's mother's jeans. Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah's jeans. Um, so then, you know, we see Sarah's mother again and we're like, thank God that we get to, witness how bad it could be (laughs) 
so interesting looking to me. And um, the mother is really excited. The mother's like, damn, she gonna get herself some hooters. And I said, that's mother support, if anything. Yeah, that's like, you know, like, I'm going to empower my daughter the only way we can with her looks, you know. Um, but we also get to know that, like, when Sarah went away, obviously, Sarah's mom, Kathy, raised Abby. And during that time, Anthony was oot in a boot and didn't, like, support or, like, like ever stop by or whatever. And so Kathy, like, doesn't love Anthony. Yeah. And so Sarah, if she's like flirting with the idea of being with him, can't like outwardly be like that in front of her mom. And so her mom's like, well, why do you want to hang out with him? You know, he just wants to be with you. And like, he wants to like, you know, be back with you. And Sarah's like, yeah, but I can't keep him away from his daughter. And then Kathy's like, yeah, I guess, even though he had a really easy time doing it himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows if he would ever want to be with Abby? I mean, the truth is, is that I think that when you're on drugs, like the last thing you want to do is like be around your child, right? That you don't want them to see you in that state. Um, You don't feel like responsible to do so. And like, you know, it's easier, much easier just to stay away until you feel like you could do right by them. So I do understand that. But I, I feel like it's also about him wanting to get back with what's her face now that she's out and doing well. And same. Seems like samesies, wamesies, you know, like a little bit. So, um, yeah. So anything else to say about them? Nope. Let's move on to Justine and Michael. And let's just say one line. We now understand the origin of the cross guard outfits. We understand that they is a splice from last episode. They got a doula. They look like bank robbers in the beginning. They're like putting together some kind of shoe situation to mail out. Then we find out that he wants to move here, there and everywhere uh, Justine doesn't think that's a good idea. She wants to make sure that her kids are involved in this decision and that we're thinking about their best interests, not just Mike's decision to move about the country and live somewhere where he can get a compound and have his own land. And then we find out that Santana is on the spectrum and he kicks Mike in the belly. And at that point, I'm like, Mike has all has Santana's too too grown to hit another person and not have there be any physical repercussions. Um, <laughs> I would have hit him back. So Mike is better than me. Mike just went to the bathroom. Well, I mean, I, yeah, you can't hit it. I mean, I wouldn't on TV hit a child. <laughs> I think Mike was right, but yeah, um, you know, yeah, I think that we did it all. I don't say. I uh, wouldn't. Uh, I think that eating placenta is good if you want to do it. I just, I will. I liked when Michael did his little like gym to camera the office when he like in the scene and is hearing him about like we're gonna eat it like ha ah, ah, ha and he's just like so. Um, all I think also was funny is he wanted to make a big show of the fact that they're going to like tell Justine's kids and everything like that they're going to move and have and so he literally says the same four words over and over again he's like you guys we just want to involve you in this decision because this is life and your involvement in this decision benefits us we want you to pick your where we're going to live so you're involved in this life it only benefits you and us. Like, I just was just like, oh my God, like really same words. He's like, you know, he's so, he's so interesting. And I wonder how many times they had to film that scene where he, you know, had to improv that line. Um, <clears throat> okay. So on to, listen, we ended with them last episode and we're going to end with them this episode. It's Monique, it's Derek, it's sister, 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 and sister. I mean... So, such great television, such great television. I love a fight. 
uh, especially when one person is like in the car trying to get away from the drama and the other person is like, swing then, swing then. And that person says, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back a little bit, um, in Derek's sisters are in the car. Um, Elizabeth has decided to wear a pink fur and just uh, like a ski type face mask. She looks fabulous. I listen. I she came. I mean, this dress was too short. It's obvious. But she, Elizabeth really did came the stunt on these hoes. And I was here for it. If it, if Cardi B were wearing that, and I could possibly, I have a memory of Cardi B wearing something similar. And she ate. They ate. So that's all. I'll be back. That's all I have to say about that. They ate. Of course, I like the pink fur. The face mask is re- really threw me off because it didn't look like a face mask that was chic or fashion. Uh, I didn't quite understand if it was COVID related. It looked ski related. I mean, it was a full face mask. And then it's so literally points where I was like, did she just get something done maybe? And this is like her way of like not having us see that she was just, I don't know, like, or didn't have makeup on. I mean, I don't know, like got new lips done. I'm not quite sure, but like it was, it was confusing enough, you know? So um, it felt like because the face mask, face mask had to be there the coat was like a distracting option and yeah the the dress was no dress so um basically the whole time his sisters are like why is monique's sisters so fucking involved in your business as they're like saying this and that's of course like they started superstar with themselves and then they like lol themselves like oh i guess oh me yes <laughs> and they're like look we're not gonna like start a fight and he like tells them what's up we like want all of us to get together and they're like we just got our nails done they have like matching long ass nails they're like we paid four hundred dollars for these nails we're, like they're not coming off you know so then that car pulls up and this is like a somewhat familiar scene and then the sisters are in their car uh, uh monique sisters are in their car they pull up and you know like they get out and approach each other and they start to kind of like talk about why they don't like each other and like well back you know you when we first came out of the car back when he came out of prison you walked up to us and said that you were trying to gauge the temp and i was really upset about that and so that's when i did the ig post talking about you know i don't like the way you look and sorry, i bit my cheek and how you know my brother should just like have a bunch of biddies just waiting to like f him and it shouldn't be one of you and then monique and and they were like well then also monique you know told me that like but i want to fuck my brother and like that was fucked up and so they're just like going back into like what happened and then um that doesn't end with them like you know talking things through and like getting to the root of the problem guess what that back and forth like blame game ends and like the escalation of like a physical physic fisticuff situation and that's when derek's uh sister elizabeth is like um you know yelling hardcore at i forgot it's monique's other sister that's not the one that was there all the time yeah and then she gets and she gets into this pattern where she's like well, you're wearing a dumb jacket. What's up? It's like, I can't tell you. She was like, they like they kind of like started like calling at each other in such a way that it was like kind of a joke and being read and also just like 
you know, hyping, keep hyping up this fight. So that is when Elizabeth just runs back to the car, honey, runs back to the car. And the sisters are like, what's happening? Like, you are going to like talk a big game. You're not going to like try and do anything about it. And then like, Elizabeth's like, I'm going to fucking get in a fight. Like, get me out of this car. And then Monique comes over. They start yelling. And then the sister's like, swing. If you're going to come out, swing, swing. And then Elizabeth's like, okay. And just like that, hops out of the car and barrels at the sisters. And I mean, like, the dress can't even stop. Like, the dress, like, gravity and speed moves the dress before anything else. You know what I'm saying? Just the pure, like, veracity of Elizabeth just, like, getting out of the car and making the choice to, with all her might, run full fucking speed. I mean, titties everywhere. Vagina just, like, falls out. I mean, you know, like, this, whatever, you know, like, the skirt's going up. Like, you know, it's just a whole situation. Well, yeah, I mean, and she, like, literally knocks Sylvia. To, Sylvia falls to the ground. Yeah. And then Abriana decides that she's going to go and take and fight Sylvia. Sylvia's like, oh, that bitch hit me to the ground. But you, little mini skinny, y'all, <laughs> no. So then, uh, then after she hits Sylvia to the ground. Calandria and Monique uh, slowly go over to Elizabeth and Elizabeth starts to fight Calandria, punching her in her head. And Monique is trying to like stop it, but she's too slow and she's on the other side of Calandria and she can't get to Elizabeth. So she's like just swinging at air. And then we pan back over and Derek is trying to stop um, Aubrey from fighting with Elizabeth. I mean, Sylvia, because Sylvia is tearing Aubrey's ass up, Aubriana. And then somehow it switches and Calandria gets over onto Abriana and um, starts to pull her little weave up. And so then she's being dragged around like a rag doll. And then we've got, uh, some point Elizabeth gets on the ground and she starts kicking cars. That part got crazy. Like, so yeah, so then, okay. There's also the security and or like producers that get in the fray and they're like kind of um, blocking out their faces, but you can see there's like two white looking men also just like in the tussle, you know, like, because you can't, I, you know, like there's like liability and like insurance. Like you can't just like truly let people like go at it because it's oh, like, is that what it is? yeah, like, I know. So it's like, you, it's like, you have to allow things to happen and then like, st- like stop it or whatever. And so they, at some point have like Elizabeth's body over like a curb. Like, like a header of a freaking, I don't know, like a header of a, where you stop your car. Yeah. Yeah. And so it feels like these people have like tried to pin her there either. And, and so then, yeah, then she starts like hitting the car next to her and it made me like really upset for her. Like it made me feel like, I don't know whether she was just trying to get back up again or like they were hurting her. I don't know. It was like, that was, it was very violent, obviously, you know. Well, listen, I don't know. I wouldn't say great. I mean, I guess, ugh, I don't know. That's a little bit too more, like, that's too, like, Roman soldier for me. Or Roman, like, lion fights. You know what I'm saying? What's it called? Tiger fights? No. Is it in the gladiator dens or the gladiator pins? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love a good fight. I love when people are talking shit and they go to fight each other. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't like boxing. Like, I don't like any organized sport fighting. But, like, street fighting? Yeah. Where's that gonna knock your pussy ass out? Where is that? That was in the street. No, so where is he? I was like, I was like, sorry, I, yeah, I was like, where is I'm gonna knock your pussy ass out? Oh, I don't know, but I mean, I love him. Where? What's his name? It's Kevin? Oh, Kevin, little little body, big head, Kevin. 
Small King Kevin. Small King Kevin? Uh, yeah, Short King. Short King. Oh, Short King Kevin. Didn't you, you didn't like that fight? Okay. I guess I kind of like that fight because it was men and um you're right it was a one it was one the one douchier men who's taller being like <laughs> and you're right it's fun to watch like Kevin be like I'm going to put the ass out. Boom. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's what Elizabeth did. Elizabeth it was in the car for a very long time. I will. I will. No you won't. Then Sweetman. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> but she didn't really pop them did she 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 knocked elizabeth i mean sylvia to the ground you know i guess like she like they came when she was like i don't know she was kind of doing like they kind of like doing this they no weren't they like, weren't elizabeth grabbed a hair and was hitting that is the st that is what you do when you get into a fight you try to grab a bitch's hair and once you hit her hair you bring her head down and then you just like pop her in her and just hit her in her face yeah what happened? Well, no, I feel like I now I understand like my vulnerability. Yeah, your hair. As soon as anyone, Chris, as soon as you feel like you might get into a fight, yeah, even if you don't think you're gonna fight, voices are raised. Uh huh. Pull back my hair immediately. Oh. Yeah. Take off your earrings because that's oh. something too that can happen. So when someone's just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, no, I mean, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, everything's fine, right? Everything's fine." You put your earrings down. <laughs> Like that is what you like. Whenever I feel like something's about to pop off, I'm like, okay, let me just get prepared. Uh, and they can't grab my hair, so lucky for me. I know. How many fights have you been in? I haven't been in any fights, but I've I know. Been in, you I've been in near fights where I and it's usually with men. I've never I've never been in a fight with with a woman because all of my life I feel like men have always felt that they could say whatever the fuck they wanted to me, and. Um, I have always been very much like, no, you cannot. And I think when they think I'm about to hit them, that's when they realize like, oh, either they have to allow me to hit them or they will hit me back and be in trouble. So it's always black men too. I just want to say whatever the they want to me. I just will say what I let them say, whatever they, what they want and I cry about later and I hate myself. Anyway, we all deal with it differently. Um, no. Are we done with this? Are we do every day one? Oh, yeah, we're done. Oh, oh, Derek was upset because Derek was like, I knew I shouldn't have been here because it was going to be some drama. And he tried to not go, but then they convinced him to go. And then, like, whatever. But this is all his fault anyway. So thanks, guys, for joining us. Um, we will uh, get up our toe episode sometime this week. We're going to have episode three of the Murdoch Murders. So we hope that you will stick around with us through this adventure. Um, and we're looking at some other docu-series to talk about we're looking at the jared of subway controversy drama um that man was the spokesperson for subway for 15 years i'm really enjoying the types of docu-series that kind of reference things from my yes yeah i can't say yesterday you told me that was wrong no you're right it's always in the backwards. You you try to use it, yeah, yesterday. Okay, from my yesteryears. And um, it's always interesting. So we hope that you will join us. And if you want to see the visuals of what you were listening to, um, you were going to go to patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's only $10 a month, guys. That is two cups of coffee 
I'm on two Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? If you want to give us two Starbucks, that'd be great. Um, please do so. We would absolutely appreciate it. There is a live every first Monday of the month. And sometimes we do them together. Sometimes we do them solo, depending on schedules. Um, Chris gave a really a 44 minute one girl where she like played the full like testimony of Maggie Murdaugh's sister um, on it. And then like, I mean, spent at least 10 minutes ordering food. So it was, <laughs> it was quite a live event. Um, so if you were interested in that, please join us, Chris. Yeah, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Uh, that, that live, Renee was with me. And so Renee and I were just talking and Renee, and I realized we both hadn't listened to this testimony of the sister and we fucking wanted to know what she had said. And, you know, like, cause we, during the docu-series, none of Maggie's family is involved, you yeah. know? And so we were like, well, what the fuck did this bitch say? And like, what did she think? And so we, I, honey, I, I did what I had to do. And also I was starving. So yeah, took, I was, you know, yeah. So did that thing where I came home and I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. I need to eat hot everything what do i do and just like it took me so long to order but i'll tell you how good it was it was kung pao chicken it was like 20 dollars just for one dish so just think if you join patreon your 10 dollars will buy me half of one dish for one meal one time <laughs> no thank you all so much but i like i love doing live so yeah every live is gonna be different like depending on a if something is crazy happening or b whoever shows up and wants to talk about whatever you know it was just literally you and renee uh-huh. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. Renee's great. I know. I love you. I love you, Renee. Thank you so much. Shout out. Um, I also said happy birthday to me. So truly lovely. Um, we love you guys so much. But yeah, thank you so much for listening wherever you're listening. And if you want to give us five stars, that's on you. And I would do it. Listen, I would give you five stars. So think about karma. Um, we appreciate you. And, you know, stay tuned for uh, the rest of the season. Okay, yes. bye. Bye. bye.